This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is part of our celebration of 50 years of Iowa State women's basketball. Mike Green, director of Letter Winners Engagement, visits with Tanya Burns Sheehan. Tanya lettered at Iowa State in the early 1980s and graduated with 33 school records. Her jersey's in the rafters, and Tanya was the first women's basketball player inducted into the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame. This sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Tanya Burns Sheehan. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to our latest Iowa State Sidecast. And we have a wonderful guest today. And our guest uh, is one of the greatest women's basketball players in Iowa State history, without a doubt. She is Iowa State women's basketball first Hall of Famer. She is also the first women's basketball player in Iowa State history to have their number retired. In 1985, she graduated with 33 school records, including career points and career rebounds. So welcome to the Sidecast, three-time All-Big 8 honoree, Tanya Bernstein. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, well, it's so excited to actually get to, you know, see you and meet you. And I guess the first question I have, Tanya, is, you know, how did you get interested in basketball? You grew up in a town called Leo, Indiana, which I believe is right outside Fort Wayne. Correct. So how did you get interested in basketball? I think in elementary school, they had intramurals and... They had basketball, and I said to the PE teacher, I want to do the basketball intramurals. And he said, no, that's for boys. The gymnastics is for girls. Now, I've been tall my entire life, (laughs) and I was like, gymnastics is not for me. So I think that motivated me a little bit. Plus, I have an older brother. We had a house that we rented, and there was a, a barn across the street, and they had an indoor hoop. And so my brother would have me go up in the hay mound and rebound. If a ball bounced up there, I'd throw it down to him. And I said, hey, I want to do this. So that's how it started. Well, you obviously ran with that because you were a great high school prep player. And recruiting was so different back then. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tanya, I heard a story where Indiana did not have a scholarship available for you. Is that correct? How do you know that? Yes. That's I've done some research. <laughs> yes, you did. I, um, that's where I wanted to go. And back then, we had to pay for our way. We had to do auditions, except I didn't have to audition at Iowa State. But yeah, I wanted to go there. And there was a new coach, and she didn't have a scholarship left and really wanted me to come there. And I said, I'm getting full ride offers a lot of places. So whenever we played them, boy, did I take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, so Iowa State's head coach at the time was Deb Boeing. Correct. And how did she contact you and how did you get interested in Iowa State? Well, I'm going to tell you that my high school coach was very helpful in contacting colleges. Yep. I was the first in the family to go to college. So I never really thought about it until you know, I started getting contacted. So he would send information out to colleges. And of course, I get letters from all over. And then I had to narrow it down because of paying for your own visit. So Iowa State was one of them because Deb 
played at IU. Oh, okay. So, and then there was another person from Indiana that was a year ahead of me. And then she was also recruiting another Indiana gal. We both were on the Indiana All-Stars together. So, yeah. But I'm going to tell you, the minute I stepped onto that campus... I knew that's where I wanted to be. And I didn't have to audition, so that was a good thing. <laughs> well, you know, at 6-1, obviously you were a center. But the one thing that I guess I've noticed and picked up by just seeing photos and, you know, kind of learning about your career was that you're a really good shooter, mid-range. And I think at that time, probably centers didn't do that a lot, right? So how much do you think that helped you, obviously, as you got into college basketball? Well, I think it helped a lot, but... What a lot of people don't know is that we didn't have a three-point line either. And we only played with one size of basketball until my senior year. That's when they switched to the smaller ball. That's when they switched to the smaller ball, and it felt like a pee in my hand. (laughs) um, So I don't know. I think that I can tell you that I used to go to this park and just shoot around, and a very good basketball player in the Leo area who was home for college came home and would came to the park and said, hey, let's play these guys two on two. Now this guy was like, whoa. And so we played and then afterwards, after we beat him, he said, I wanna teach you a couple things. And one of them was my hook shot yep. that I, I loved that shot. But he also, you know, talked about moving out, not just playing with your back to the basket, be a threat all over, so. It obviously helped you. (laughs) Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. So your freshman year at Iowa State was the 81-82 season. And at that time, I know most of Iowa State games were in Hilton Coliseum, but you were still playing some games in the, I guess the, what they would call the PEB back in your yeah. day, the, the physical education building. It's now Just, called the Forker building. Right. Yeah. My what first, was that like? My first collegiate game was there in the, in the yeah. PEB building. It was basketball and we were playing and I didn't care where we played, yeah. but then once we got to the Hilton Coliseum, then that was it. That was yeah. the best place. Yeah, and I think by the time your sophomore year, it was all in Hilton Coliseum. Yep, yep. And so you played right away as a freshman, and then your sophomore year had a fantastic year with second team all Big 8. And I just want to talk about a game during that year, if you can remember. (laughs) You had 17 points and a win over Drake. And Drake had a great team with Lori Bauman and Wanda Ford coming off an Elite 8. And I believe that was only the second time in Iowa State women's basketball history that you beat a ranked opponent. You know, what do you remember from that game? I remember Wanda Ford. <laughs> she was good, wasn't she? <laughs> she was very good. And yeah. let me tell you a story. A long time ago, we were watching a basketball game, and I think it was Drake, and they were showing highlights of old games. And there I was. Yeah. And I got up and I go, oh my gosh look at that. There I am playing against Wanda Ford and Drake. And yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. And then next year was your junior year. And that's when, I mean, you kind of broke out as a sophomore, but your junior year was amazing and fantastic. And what happened in that junior year was one of the greatest games in Iowa State women's basketball history. And I'm going to rattle off what happened in that game. (laughs) It was January 18th, 1984. 
against Nebraska. You scored a school record 42 points and had a school record 18 field goals made in only 25 attempts and also grabbed 18 rebounds. What do you remember from that game? You have to have some memories and, and uh, some recollections from that one. I, I do. The only thing I remember is that when they told me how many points I scored, I couldn't believe it. I think if you ask any basketball player, any athlete, when they have a game like that, you, I think you're just in a zone and yeah. you're just focused on what you're doing and what you're supposed to do. I didn't realize that I did all that. Well, that was 1984, Tanya, and that record still stands. And wow. uh, twice, twice an Iowa State player has scored 41. Lindsey Wilson did it, and so did yeah. Ashley Jones. Is that something that uh, <laughs> that you still think about to this day, or does anyone ever bring it up to you that, hey, you still got that record? No. No. <laughs> you know, the scoring record held for a while, yep. and when – it was broken. Somebody asked me about that. And I, this is how I feel about records. They're made to be broken. Yeah. And I am just happy that someone is accomplishing those kinds of goals. And I think it's awesome. You know, the other thing, Tanya, is that obviously you're a fantastic scorer, but you also did other things to help your team win. And you're also a good rebounder. And you also had a game where you had 23 rebounds, which is still also a school record. Really? Yeah. It. Um, I believe you share it with Angie Welly now. I'm okay. Yeah. But like, how much pride did you take in also being a good rebounder? I think rebounding was probably my favorite because it's a lot of heart to get in there and battle. And that was one of the things that I really enjoyed doing. That and blocking shots. I don't know. <laughs> Why? But I enjoy those things. So, because yeah. a lot of it is heart. Absolutely. And having a yeah. nose for the ball and, and working at getting in there and getting it. Regardless of your profession, the color of your collar, or your standard of style, step confidently into the spotlight with authentic brand gear. It's the premium label our team wears, and you too can enhance your company's image with authentic brand. Insist on it from your trusted supplier. Well, heading into your senior season, which was 1984-85, mm-hmm. you got a new coach in Pam Wedig. What was that transition like for you? It was tough. It was tough. And I'm going to be honest. She was a very good coach. And I worked my butt off for her, but I never felt that I was hers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because yep. she didn't recruit me and the gal she brought in. And it wasn't like she treated me poorly. But it, it, you always have this feeling like, wow. But it was my senior year, and I was going to play like I've always played. So yeah. no matter who was coaching. And you, you could kind of see the team starting to turn the corner that year. And you had some good teammates. And, you know, one in particular, Jane Lobenstein, was a really good point oh. guard. Oh, yeah. How much did she help your career as, as the facilitator on that point? She was amazing at getting the ball inside and handling the ball and just a just so much fun to play with and we still are in contact with each other today unfortunately she can't be there when we're coming out she was amazing your senior year you had probably your best year average 18.5 points 8.6 rebounds first team all big eight during that year you guys won a 
preseason tournament. I don't know if you remember this, but you uh, it was called the Women's Court Classic, and you beat Purdue and Seton Hall. That had to have been a really good accomplishment for your team at that time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beating teams like that was always exciting. And then what year was it when you did play Indiana? Do you remember? We played them a couple years. Okay. Because what I always remember is Bobby Knight, too, because when we went there and we had a shoot around, he would come out and talk to us. Okay. And when uh, when I auditioned there, I was late and I'm running through Assembly Hall and this man steps out. Bobby Knight's huge. He was yeah. He's a big guy. I think he's 6'5". Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I remember those things. But they played at our place, too, because... Yeah, your I senior year, they would have played at our. At, at, yep, yes. Yep. I had. I was having back spasms to where I couldn't. If they took me out of the game, I couldn't sit down. I had to keep moving, and I said, "I am playing this game no matter what because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want yeah. to take it to them." So, yeah. Yeah. A night in the game I wanted to bring up to you is your final home game in your senior year. You played Colorado. And, well, it happens still to this day where, where it's a doubleheader, where you have a women's and men's game. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, you know, nowadays they, they, they flip-flop it. But uh, I think back then they usually played the women's game first, right? Yes. Correct. So it's your final home game, and uh, they, they honor you. Mm-hmm. But they didn't honor you at the women's game, did they? It was at the men's game, wasn't it? Yes. And, and I remember seeing photos, and you're in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going – how is she wearing a tuxedo? She's playing a game. But then I realized that it was, yes, it was at the at the men's game was in later. front of yeah, in front of fourteen thousand fans. Yeah. I mean, what was that experience like for you? It was amazing. And people always go, Why did you wear a tux? And I said, Well, if you know me, I like to be different. I <laughs> I, I don't like to blend in with so I'm like, I'm going to rent this tux. My parents were there and yeah. it was amazing. You know. Hilton didn't fill up like it does now, but I'll tell you what, the fans that were there loved us just as much yeah. and supported us just as much. And it was amazing. I mean, I'll, my time at Iowa State was is something I'll always cherish. Help me out on this one too, Tanya. How did your Jersey retirement go? You know, was it retired that year or did that come later? It was that year. Okay. Yeah. But there wasn't really like but a then, banner but, drop or anything like that. No. Or, no. Yeah, yeah. But then I came back out and they did with Megan. Was it? Or oh, no? yes. Megan Taylor, probably. Wh- whoever's the next one. Yes. Okay. So it, yes. So oh, okay. they did the whole banner thing then. I got oh, you. Okay. There, there was, um, before the banner, there was a, a uniform. It looked like a giant uniform that hung in the rafters. Okay. Yeah. But then they changed them to the banners and that's when I came out and they did that. Yeah. I mean, how proud are you to have number 42 hanging up there in Hilton? I'm very blessed. I've been very blessed. I feel blessed. I feel honored. Do you know this story that I had to wear number 43 for a while? Have you seen pictures with 43? No. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Somebody stole my uniform out of the laundry, you know, where they do all the uniforms. Somebody stole my uniform and they're like, where is it? (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't find it. I had to wear number 43, so there's a lot of pictures with me in 43. Okay. So, okay, after graduation, 
I guess I'm assuming that you were an education major at Iowa State? Right. Okay. But you wanted to pursue basketball, right? I went five years. So my fifth year, I had I did my student teaching okay. at Ames Middle School. And then I helped coach volleyball at Ames High School because we had to do that because it was just too hard to do student teaching while we played. So then I was also, Coach Wedding allowed me to be a student coach. So I'd work with the post players and do those kinds yeah. of things. Before my last semester, I, I was walking by coach's office and she said, hey, somebody wants to talk to you. And there was um, someone from Australia that wanted me to go play pro. And I said, yeah, I'll be there. When? And they said, tomorrow. <laughs> I said, I'm finishing my last semester of college. Yeah. Please call me next year because I'll do it. Well, they never did. But they started the NWBA. So I got asked to try out and tryouts were in North Carolina. And they were going to have a team in Iowa, but they kept it more to the East Coast. So I made a team in Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, and it didn't last. It was less than a year that it lasted, but it was an experience I do all over again and it was a great memory. The team was uh, called the Virginia Express. And, and what was travel and games like in not, that league? Not great. Yeah. 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 yeah it was not great. And uh, we lived in hotels for a while. And then they said, you got to get out and find a place. And the contract stated you either played basketball and went to school or you played basketball and you worked. Okay. You couldn't just play because it wasn't, you weren't making beans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, Tanya, you decided to go into education and coaching, yep. right? And, but yep. before we kind of talk about that, when the WNBA formed, did you try to make a team? Is that, is that what I recalled? Yes. Um, there were three of us that uh, had a trainer and we trained for a year and we were going to go to Detroit and try out just because. Yeah. Well, you might as well give it a shot. And uh, so the weekend before we were to go, Nancy Lieberman Klein called and said, tryouts are canceled because of a collective bargaining dispute between the players and the coaches. And they didn't want scabs coming in and taking players' oh. positions. So never got to do that. I mean, you really felt good where you're at at, um, at that time with your game and your shape. Oh. You? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the older I got, the better I got, I thought, because I, I played yeah. against guys and just really worked hard. And but I look at all these experiences like the Olympic tryouts and all these things as, you know, it's it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't in the plan. And I've been blessed in many other ways. So there are experiences I would do all over again. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. Let's kind of dive into what you were you know have been doing for most of your life as being a teacher <laughs> and a coach. And you were the high school coach in Fort Wayne, is that correct? Yeah, um, I started my career at Fort Wayne Northside. Okay, yes. and for, uh, for how many years were you the uh, girls basketball coach there? There, 13 years. Okay, what was that like for you? 
awesome. I loved it. I loved working with young people, teaching them the game, giving them the passion, being a role model as a female coach, showing them what a strong woman is. And I still get messages and and things from former players, you know, that have been fighting breast cancer or whatever, thanking me for showing them how to be tough. And um, yeah, so I was there 13 years and then I moved to a rural school which I'm currently still at, but I coached where I'm at for 13 years as a head coach as well. And then I decided I was going to retire from that, but then I got lots of phone calls. So a private school called me and said, will you come and be a varsity assistant? And it was a coach I admired. In fact, he's still coaching. He's one of the winningest coaches in Indiana. And uh, I said, yeah, I would be happy to. So I did that for three years. And then I said, you know, I'm just gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been teaching for 37. This is my 37th year. Wow. Are you, are you getting close to calling it quits on that end too? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I say possibly next year, but I I teach PE. So I have a great job. I get paid to play and I love the kids. It's not like I hate what I do. So Right now, it's going to be a year at a time, but next year is what I'm thinking. But well, good for you. Good who knows? For you. So, I mean, I do have one curious question. All those years you coached, uh-huh. did you ever have a player go, um, Coach Burns, I didn't know that you had 33 school records and you were one of the greatest players in Iowa State women's basketball history. Did you ever have one of those? Uh, I still have that from my students today. They will, um, well, I have a Hall of Fame ring. It's getting fixed now and it better be done when I come out there. But my students ask about that. So then they Google me. Oh, okay. Because what what a beautiful thing Google is, right? (laughs) Yes. I don't talk about myself unless they ask me. And so, yeah, so they, I've had over the years and people will say, do you know? And my players would go, why don't you tell us? But Google's the big thing right yep, now. Yep, yep, I hear you. Well, <laughs> yeah. you just already kind of talked about it, but uh, in 2000, you got the phone call that you got inducted into the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame. Yeah. What was that moment like when you when you found out that news? Um, it gives me goosebumps right now. I was very humbled and, and again, felt very blessed and probably cried a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was – it's a it's – a, amazing honor yeah especially being the first women's basketball player to do so as well yeah well i tell you what tanya this has been an amazing talk yeah. we've had i i do have uh just a couple more here and you're um, fine but i i i just want to say on you know on behalf of the isu letter winners club we are thrilled that you're coming back next month and if people don't know and they should know is that we are honoring the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. celebration of women's basketball at iowa state and yeah. we're going to have a reunion and we're trying to bring back all alumni and, and you're one of them that's coming back. And how excited are you to come back that weekend? Very excited. I love coming back there. And my husband, Matt, uh, we've been married two years now. I think we've been together since 2016, okay. but he's a basketball official. <laughs> so, so he I, knows the game. <laughs> yes. So I met him when I was, I was watching a game and, he came over and said hi and then yeah so he 
he surprised me one year and brought me out there and uh, contacted people and they had all this stuff planned. It was, I, I love it. I am so excited about coming back. And so is he. Well, that's great news. And one last question, you know, obviously you love Iowa State, very strong sentiments toward the school and the department. Uh How proud are you to watch the women's basketball program under Coach Fenley grow under leaps and bounds and to become basically a national power? How proud does that make you feel? It makes me extremely proud. And not just the women's, but the men's program. I mean, last night, I'm sitting in there watching that game, and it's amazing. And whenever I can watch the women, I've got them on too. But it's just, he has done such an amazing job. And I've told him before, I wish that I would have the opportunity to play for him. That would have been amazing. Well, you'll get to see Coach Finley and a a, bunch of your old teammates. I have a... I have a basketball up here. The last time that we came out that he signed awesome. for me. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah. Well, Tanya, thanks so much for joining Thank us you. in our SciCast. This has been a great conversation. And yes. uh, once again, we'll see you in a month. And uh, go yep. Cyclones. Yes, go Cyclones. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.